You're listening to The Savvy Social Podcast, a weekly show that explores social media marketing strategies that help business owners create connection and build community by focusing on manageable tasks that actually make a difference to your business goals. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey guys, what's up and welcome to episode number 90 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Traject Social, which is formerly Social Report. They uh, got purchased by another company and I'm really excited to see some of the changes that are going to be coming very, very soon. Uh, But for those of you who don't know, Traject Social, aka Social Report, is the world's most complete social media management tool and really helps streamline your scheduling, managing, and reporting processes. So you can try them out for yourself for free. You can still go to socialreport.com and eventually that will be forwarded to the Traject Social website. Now, before I dive into today's guest, I am re-recording this intro because the world is weird right now. Things are crazy out there. Um, We are in the middle of self-isolation, self-quarantine because of coronavirus. Uh, The last episode, I talked a lot about how you can navigate that, but I wanted to give you a bit of an update because I have a new resource for you that's free. You can uh, download it by going to onlinedrea.com slash crisis. And this free resource is um, caption snippets or swipe files that you can use in your social media posts. So one of the things that has been popping up a lot in our community in the Savvy Social School and on social media is that as businesses and content creators, we're struggling for how to continue promoting ourselves, our product, and talking about what we do in the midst of this crisis. We understand that there are people who are sick. We understand that there are people who've lost their jobs. We understand that there are people who are working from home. And for a lot of us, the world looks a little bit weird right now. So how do we talk on social media without ignoring the fact that things aren't business as usual. So I created this document to help you. Um, so you can find it by going to onlinedrea.com slash crisis to download it for free. And it's a resource I originally created for the Savvy Social School, but I think it's so needed right now to kind of figure out um, how to get help and what to do. Um, now, I mentioned last week as well that I have a free coaching call to kind of help businesses get through this. It's part of the Savvy Social School. So excuse me, I said free, but it's a coaching call that's included in the school. Um, It's not any extra, I should say, with your membership. Um, And we're we're doing more of them. The first one we did got such good feedback that I'm going to continue to do these weekly until they're not needed anymore. Uh, Because I think it's just so powerful and important to get some strategy behind what you're doing. Um, On last week's call, one of the members has a digital scoreboard for rec league sports. And of course, all of the sports are canceled now. So I coached her through how to navigate posting on social media during this time. Like how does she continue to show up and be of service to her community without promoting what she does? Because it's not exactly timely because there's no sports happening. 
So that's just a little example of something that we can absolutely cover on the coaching and strategy calls in the Savvy Social School. So I invite you to definitely download this free resource and then consider joining the school with us as well. Uh, I'm here to support. I really want to help. And being that my business is digital, we're not as impacted, though we're seeing the ripple effects now. Uh, but I really want to like give as much as I can. Um, if you ever have a question or hesitation, send me a, a Instagram DM. I'd love to message you on Instagram, help you talk through it, uh, maybe give you some um, additional support there. And um, if you have any questions about the Savvy Social School, that's the best place to ask them as well. And that's me and my DMs. I usually send voice messages. For those of you who are connected to me, you know that I like send a voice message. So you may get a voice message response from me. Uh, my Instagram is at OnlineDrea. All right. Let's dive into today's guest, Kiba Richardson. Now, Kiba and I met happenstancely. Is that a word? <laughs> by happenstance, um, when I was visiting my mom last October in Atlanta. So I'm originally from Atlanta. I live in Niagara Falls in Canada now. I say Niagara Falls. It's Fort Erie, technically, but nobody knows where that is. Um, so I met Kiva on a trip back home to visit my mom. And I was working at the time as well, because I can take my business anywhere. And um, I was with my mom as she went to one of her, I think, I think it was a chamber of commerce meeting. Anyways, I was working in the like in a different room, but Kiba went to speak at this meeting. And after she spoke, my mom pulled her aside and was like, you have to meet my daughter. <laughs> and so my mom connected us. Uh, my mom's a, a business owner as well. And so Kiba and I connected because of that in-person connections. It's kind of just like a wild, random thing that happened, which is awesome. Um, so Kiba, I'm going to read her intro. Kiba Richardson graduated from Georgia State University with a BA in business economics, uh, which is weird because I'm from Georgia State as well. Like I went to Georgia State. Anyways, she spent over four years in the digital space as a holistic nutrition coach. So in her time as a health coach, she really leveraged the online space with online courses, digital programs, products, membership programs, and she created her own consulting agency called Online Biz Wizards. Now, when we recorded this episode, Kiba was actually going through a transition, which you can see on her Instagram and Facebook. So definitely go follow her and see what she's all about now. Uh, but we talk about her journey in this interview today. We talk about how she started in a, one industry and is in a different one now. Um, we talk about her first launch where she made $100,000 or sorry, $1,000. Um, and we talked about how she really encourages her clients to create digital products, which is very timely right now, being that a lot of things are digital right now. All right, so I've done enough talking. Let's dive into this episode with Kiba Richardson. Hey, Kiba, welcome to the show. I am so excited to talk to you today because we met in real life, bonded <laughs> at an event over a mutual contact. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into your story a little bit more here on the podcast and use this as my own excuse to kind of pick your brain a little bit. So let's start from the beginning. Um, from what I remember, you started on Instagram as a hairstylist. I did. And I first want to say thank you for um, having me. And it was such a pleasure meeting you at the event. So yes, I initially started on Instagram 
in 2013 as a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what, what were your strategies back then? Were you just posting pictures of like your clients and doing their hair? You know, I didn't really have a strategy when I first started. I was just posting, yep, pictures. I would do specials and I would post like the specials I was having every week. And it wasn't until the end of 2013 that I kind of came up with a, I didn't think it was a strategy at the time, but I came up with like a, a angle that I wanted to have for my social media because I was also getting really into my health exercising. I had started eating much healthier and I wanted to teach women that, you know, the things that you eat affect your, your hair, your, the growth, you know, the, um, things like breakage and how you can eat healthy foods. If you want to have healthier, stronger, longer hair. So that kind of became what my angle was going to be about. I was like, okay, January of 2014, I'm gonna switch it up and I'm gonna start talking to hair clients about health and combining those two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so, uh, it sounds to me like your own life journey really informed mm-hmm. what you were posting on social media. So from the healthy hair kind of journey, how did that transform into an overall um, healthy eating lifestyle? Because you, you're a vegan, right? I am. I wasn't vegan back then when I, when I first started. I was just kind of eating clean and then from there I became vegetarian just kind of cold turkey stopped eating meat and then from there vegan so it started to turn into like a full-on nutrition page in January of 2014 I had already started kind of posting connecting the two things with healthy hair and healthy food but I broke my ankle in January of 2014 so I could not be in the salon like I I had just started working at a new salon I was going to basically be in the house for like four months recovering from this this injury so I said okay well I can't be in the salon I'll just still keep posting about health right so I started just posting what I was juicing every day that was really how it started and I would still in my captions connected to healthy hair right mm-hmm. and from there people just started asking me a million questions, like DMing me, asking me for advice. Um, I was sharing things that I was eating just throughout my natural health journey. And I ended up like losing 20 pounds. I wasn't even trying to lose weight, just wanted to be healthier. And I just started sharing the story and people started asking me for help. Well, I'm, I'm suffering from this. You know, what should I do if I want to lose weight? What should I do? And I was just kind of giving people advice for free. And it it wasn't until I started getting results for people that like a light bulb went off, like, Hey, you can turn this into like a business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like all of us entrepreneurs <laughs> have that moment where we go, wait a second, I could be making right. money off of this. <laughs> so you created your first digital program a year later. What inspired mm-hmm. that, that program? Honestly speaking, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> Um, I don't even know how I thought like, Hmm, what if I could create something that could explain everything that people keep asking me for? Like it kind of just stemmed from that. It was like, okay, people are constantly coming to me, asking me like the same questions. What can I do to kind of be able to answer all these questions without having to DM so many people back or email so many people back? 
And I think I was following a fitness person at the time. I can't remember who. And I remember seeing them, I want to say, post something about like a New Year's challenge or something they were doing. And I was like, oh, I could put something together and put it out as like this whole thing that people can do for the new year. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got a kind of an angle on how to put the product together and, you know, make it make sense for people. So that was kind of what I went with. And looking at that program now, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> I didn't know, really know what I was doing. Didn't know anything about running ads back then. I didn't know anything like about Canva or just different things that I know about now. I pieced it together, created it like right on my computer. And what did I use? I didn't use gum. I think I used eJunkie back then. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't know anything about course platforms like Udemy or Thinkific, Kajabi. So I just kind of did like do it yourself. And I didn't even know what to Google to figure it out. I just pieced it together. I feel like that's so, I feel like that is inspired. I know you're saying it didn't really come from an inspired place, but I think that there's, it, it takes a certain kind of person to be able to just create something from nothing. And then people paid you for it. So from what I remember, you had, yeah, you had a thousand dollar launch just using Instagram and Facebook. So tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. what that first launch looked like. Okay, so first I didn't even know that launch was a term back then. <laughs> like, um, so what I did, I just started posting about it. I, I it was an eight week. Um, it was called the clean, clean lean weight loss challenge. So I put together an eight week challenge um, for ninety nine dollars, and it was for people to start at the beginning of the year. You know, everybody has the New Year's resolution of losing weight. And it was designed to help people lose like 20 pounds um, or more in eight weeks. And I just started posting about it. You know, New Year is coming, like, you know, get ahead of your goals. I kind of started posting coming from that perspective. And I was just posting about it every day for probably like three weeks on Facebook and um, IG. And then I put it out there, put the link in my bio and I had like... um, 11 people buy it <laughs> and wow. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. I think I can believe know, it. Like it's such an organic launch because um, <laughs> in, in the savvy social school, we have a launch campaign outline for social media and it is a three week launch. And it's basically what you said, just posting every day. And if you come from a place of helpfulness, if you come from a place of excitement, I think those two things can't beat out any other sort of strategy because you've got to mm-hmm. be excited about it and you've got to come from a place of like actually helping people. And so so I think mm-hmm. that's really what made the difference with your quote unquote launch that you didn't know launch was worth that. Right. I didn't even know it was a launch. I was just like, this is something that people can do to get them on track for the new year. And so I put that out. I had like 11 people buy that. And then it was like, oh my God, like what else can I create? And that just kind of opened the floodgates to creating digital products and I didn't even know all of the correct like terminology for all of this stuff but that was really the beginning of really learning to become a digital like creator and really understanding that you can take expertise and turn it into something that people buy mm-hmm. yeah yeah so true so you did that with kind of this healthy eating healthy healthy living brand and mm-hmm. by the end of it you had this you said 21 day vegan challenge that was right. just on 
passive? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So I learned, learned a little bit more moving forward. So after I created that first product, I kind of did some other things, like some little detox products I put together, but I became vegan in the process. Right. So 2016 vegan was like such a huge buzzword. Everybody was talking about vegan, how to go vegan, vegan, this, vegan, that to me, it was even bigger in 2017 when what the health came out. So 2016, I'm vegan now. I'm posting um, all kinds of stuff on social. And again, people are flooding me with questions. Oh my God, how do I go vegan? Is it safe to go vegan? What about my kids? And so I went back to the drawing board again. Okay, what can I create to help all these people that are coming to me about transitioning into a vegan lifestyle? So I wanted to create something that was a little bit shorter because I noticed for the eight week challenge that people didn't quite stay on board for the whole eight weeks like people started to fall off so i said what can i do that's really short that can teach people this and give them a quick result so from my own experience i already knew people would lose weight no matter what when as soon as they transition to vegan like you're gonna lose some weight so i said okay 21 days it's simple it's a you know it's it's a it's an amount of time that people can think okay i can go 21 days without eating meat and so I gave it to them, meal plan, grocery shopping list, recipes, everything they needed. And I had people losing like 20 pounds in 21 days. Wow. Um, coming off of like blood pressure and medication. Like, so I had all kinds of testimonials. And again, strict, I strictly used Instagram and Facebook. Again, no ads, just posting about it and um kind of using some influencer marketing as well back then i had a friend who had a page with a lot of followers and so um would have people like that post about the challenge for me and it just became like big that that program just like took off now i think it you know the timing was right it was an affordable simple program that people could do and then it just became evergreen i you know We'll just have people come in and signing up for it can day in and day out. Uh, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what a post would look like? So like, what do you talk about when you share your programs on social media? So when I post, I try to always like tell a story in my captions. So to kind of take people on a journey, normally kind of hitting like pain points that I know people are struggling with when it comes to like weight loss or if people are dealing with like chronic illnesses and then it's like, okay, leading them to the solution, which is to join this program. Okay. Yeah. So, so important to start with the tour story, <laughs> really connect with people, right? Mm -hmm. Not just say buy this program. No, 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 no. Never just buy this, buy that. You always have to let people know how, you can help them. And also people have to feel like you understand what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And I think also too, because people saw that I really lived the lifestyle, the no like and trust factor was already there because I was always posting um, myself actively living this lifestyle too. And I was always offering value you know, I wasn't just always trying to sell people on my programs. It was always giving them value, but if you're ready to take that next next step, this is what I can offer you. Right. 
Right. Okay. So tell me how that transformed into helping coaches. So now you help coaches (laughs) kind of do what you did. You paved the way you did it yourself and now you help other coaches. So what was that transition like? It was actually tough because it wasn't something that I planned on doing. Like I was okay being the nutrition coach, but 2018, I started to kind of feel like I wasn't in love with being being a nutrition coach anymore because I was so enamored with all of the behind the scenes, like automating things became something that I really loved putting the pieces together, like creating the information products that became more. So what I found myself, like, this is what I really want to do all day. Like, I don't really, really want to do the nutrition coaching, but still had a membership group going. I was still had programs that, you know, digital programs I was selling. So I was making good money in my business, but it was a disconnect there. And one of my mentors had told me, you know, kind of just, you know, sometimes people see things in you that you don't even see. It's like, he was kind of just like, when I listen to you talk, you are really, you really light up when you talk about the business part of this whole thing. Like you really light up when you start talking about automations and building funnels and all that type of stuff. And so because I had never done it for another person, I didn't really feel confident. Like, well, no, I do it for myself, but I'm not a business coach, but my background is in business. So um, that's, I graduated with a degree in business economics. So I knew that I was really wired more so for the business side, but I was so comfortable with being the nutrition coach. So 2018, I really started feeling disconnected from nutrition coaching. And so I had had a few people reach out to me, asking me before, like, how did you put that program together? Like, like what all did you do? And so I was kind of just giving people, again, free advice. And then I had one person in particular that I helped do a course and I saw the results they got. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I got to put together a business offer. And so I just went from there. <laughs> Okay. So describe what you do now. So you help people put together basically digital products, right? I do. So the main thing that I do is I help coaches turn their expertise into a product that they can sell to make passive income. So whether it's a course, that's one of the main things people come to me for setting up courses. But another thing I'm really about to focus on is helping people set up their own membership programs as well. So that's my goal is to help coaches, consultants, anybody who's selling information for a living, turn that into a product so they're not having to do so much one-on-one in their businesses. Mm, Yeah, that's so important. So I want to kind of talk a little bit about what your social media looks like today. So you've kind of gone through several evolutions of your Mm -hmm. business. And so when you approach, you know, Instagram, for instance, today, what's your kind of process behind everything? You know, I am now in a whole like new lane. So I'm actually still figuring out my strategy for being a business coach, because as a health coach, it was like, I knew exactly what to post. (laughs) It it, it was this space here. I'm still figuring out like, okay, what do I want my strategy to be? How do I want to set myself apart for sure? But every time I get on Instagram though, what I want to do is help people. um, I want to give people value and I want to help people shift their perspective and their mindset about the way they run their coaching businesses. Because I think you know, we all want to become entrepreneurs because we want to work for ourselves. We want that freedom. 
But what I find is that a lot of coaches are like trapped in businesses and they're either not making any money or they're having to do so much work in their business. It doesn't really feel like entrepreneurship. It's like, okay, I left the job to work for myself 12, 14 hours a day. So what I want to do is just help people understand that you don't have to do it, do it the hard way. There's a simpler way. Even if you're just starting out, like as a coach, you can start turning, you can start creating products right out the gate. Like I had zero experience when I created that first product. Like I didn't go get certified as a nutrition coach. I taught myself everything and I knew that I had expertise that could help other people. So I kind of want to just shift the, the mindset around um, coaching in the way that coaches offer their services traditionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I think that advice applies to so many areas of business where we feel like we have to have everything perfectly done and we have to know everything before we get mm-hmm. started. And mm-hmm. that's not the case. For a lot of us, you just have to get started and you'll learn along the way, right? Right. Absolutely. And that's, that's the one piece of advice I wish everybody would just like, a lot of people say, I want to do a course, but you know, I I really just got started. Like they don't feel qualified enough themselves. And I'm like, you got to just believe in your own abilities. If you believe in your own abilities, that's all that you need to have because there's no time limit on when you can create a product. Like you can do that anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That is so, so true. So for anyone listening who's looking at starting a digital course or a membership site, specifically if they are a coach, where would you suggest they start? I know you have a program called Passive Income, Massive Impact. So you can tell us a little bit about that as well. So I created this program because I've, I've gone through so many different coaching programs. And so just kind of going through what I've learned and also filling in some gaps that I've seen in other programs I've been through, I created this to give coaches a very simple method to use in turning their expertise into a product. So it's an eight-week program. We start off with mindset because in my experience, I have found that a lot of coaches don't think they can charge like a premium price. They don't feel like they can get people to pay $500 or $1,000 or $1,500 or more for a course. So, you know, I help them see their true value and what they're doing. Also, um, really finding a niche and a specialization. This is another thing that I feel like a lot of coaches struggle with when it comes to creating like compelling offers. So we go through that. I teach you how to structure your content, give you the resources that you need uh, to record content for really without having to spend any money also give you marketing and pre-sale strategies so you can get potential you can potentially get sales before your course is even done i've had several clients do this like literally make thousands of dollars before the course was even actually finished and then um we also teach you how to put together a webinar to me that's one of the best ways to market courses so it's a complete complete solution. It's not like I just teach you how to create it. It's creating it, learning how to market it and learning how to get sales all combined into one super affordable. So the program is uh, $497. We offer a payment plan. And I did this because I have higher ticket offers, but I wanted to create something uh, for, let's say a coach that's just starting out. They don't have a lot of clients yet, but they want to know how to 
create a product out the gate. I wanted to create something that um, was affordable for people. And so people, you know, it's a lot going on out here. I feel like in this coaching world and for people that are new, it may be scary to invest uh, $2,000 or $5,000 into a program to learn how to do a course. But I feel like at four ninety seven, it's like you don't really have a lot to lose there. It's a lot of valuable information. And you're learning a skill set that can teach you how to make thousands of dollars per month passively. So definitely worth it. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds like <laughs> such a meaty program. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes for anyone who's listening and is interested in checking it out. Definitely take a look and see if it's a good fit for you. Uh, but Kiba, where else can we find you online? What's your uh, social media handles and your website? So my social media handles are on Instagram, Kiba underscore Richardson. On Facebook, I'm Kiba Richardson. On LinkedIn, I'm Kiba Richardson. My website is KibaRichardson.com. And I'm just now attempting to get into the YouTube thing. So my YouTube is Kiba Richardson as well. Awesome. So I'll put all of those links in the show notes. Guys, go check out Kiba, uh, especially on Instagram. That's where I hang out with her. Um, Kiba, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and additional resources, visit our website, SavvySocialPodcast.com. And before you go, I want to invite you to access our free course. Yes, 100% free. It's the best way to jumpstart your social media strategy this year. You can find it at OnlineDrea.com slash free. That's all for this week. Bye for now.